y'all, this is She Buys It with Whitney Nicely. Yay! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the She Buys It podcast. I am so excited to talk to Leslie today because she has been with me for about six months. She was at She Buys It Live last November, and we have some exciting news that she just told me a minute ago, but we'll get to that in a minute. And she is doing wholesale deals in North Carolina. She's doing a fix and flip in North Carolina. She's been buying and holding, and she's doing all this with her kids in tow and doing all the other woman things that we've got going on in 2020. So y'all, this is going to be a fantastic conversation. Leslie, did I miss anything? No, I'm just excited to be here. I can't wait to share any information that I have to help another lady get involved and start investing. Today. We were just talking about all the girls in North Carolina, all the women in North Carolina that are getting out and getting these deals done. And I love seeing more women step up and say, I can do this. You know what? If she can do this, I can do this. If she can do this, I can do this. And I know it's going to help the ladies listening to the podcast too. So let's dive into these flips. How'd you get started? No, 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 not the flips. I don't want to start with the flips because okay. that's, that's different. Let's start with the wholesale deals. How did you get into these wholesale deals? How did you find them? But also, what were you doing when you decided, you know, I could wholesale houses? Okay, sure. Okay, well, for me, I want to backtrack just a little bit and okay. tell you how I got into investing, period. Because <laughs> right. it was simply on a mistake. Um, I had always had an interest in it, um, but didn't really know how I was going to start. And at the time, I was with my husband, and I said, it's really time to start. So I said, let me find a tax sale because you're always hearing about those. So I went downtown, figured out what they were having an auction on, and I bid it on a piece of property. Didn't know. We actually won the bid. <laughs> I found We found out after we won the bid that it was land that you could not build on. You couldn't develop it. <laughs> so <laughs> I have a piece of property just like that. Mine is under the lake. It is underwater. <laughs> 365. It never sees daylight. And I have a piece of property. Bought it at a tax sale just like that. You can't build on it. Right. And I was like, oh, gosh. Okay, so that was like bad. So I had to figure out how to get us out of that. And luckily, what it was, it was inside of a um, community and the HOA was bidding against us and they had lost it to us. So they bought it back. So oh. we were able to money back. So that was like a saving grace, right? Yeah, that so was I a free lesson learned. <laughs> yeah, a free lesson learned. I'll take all those all day. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I got I, to I gotta applaud you because a lot of people wouldn't have even gone through it. They would have said, oh, no, blah, blah, blah. And then they still would have stayed safe on the sidelines. No, you just charged through there and then figured it out later. I love that. Yeah, I've had to learn to do that a few times. <laughs> so what I had decided to do after that, because um, I had just started working in banking and I was like, gosh, I was, went from being a stay at home mom and going to school to going to an office job. And I was like, yeah, this isn't, isn't going to be it. So I said, hmm, after this mistake, I better go to real estate school so oh. I can learn how to invest. You know, no, no, hold no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> If I had a dime for every time somebody said, I'll go get my real estate license so I can learn how to be an investor. I could, I could retire tomorrow. Like, I don't know. And I said that. I said that in 2011 when I got my real estate license. I was uh -huh. like, yeah, it'll teach me how to buy houses. And I, no. Yeah, right. And I was like, man, I'm going to learn. That way I'll know the terms and I won't make these mistakes anymore. Well, you know, like I know, I learned zilch. <laughs> 
you, you, I didn't learn anything about investing, let alone even how to sell a house. <laughs> really, you learned how to pass the test, which is exactly what you learn in regular test. school: is yeah. how to pass the test. <laughs> I learned how to pass the test. So after I um, moving forward, after I got my license, I didn't use it for a while because I was still working at the bank. And life happens. Yep. I ended up getting separated. And I was left with nothing and having to like start over. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? And I said, I have my real estate license, so I can use that. I had that to fall back on. So I got into like regular real estate, selling, buying, listing and selling homes, right? And probably after about a year and a half of that, I said, I need to get back to investing and figure out how to learn how to do that. So I signed up for a course. <laughs> And um, I took the course and it was a good course. I learned about wholesaling and flipping and how to do the numbers and everything. Um, so then I would say, what is the word for that? I had analysis paralysis, right? Which is a really fancy word to say and you were scared. Yes, I was scared. I was getting all this information, but I wasn't acting on it, right? Um, so at the time I had um, met a person who was also interested in real estate and they were very outgoing because I was really like an introvert. So they really like pushed me, okay, hey, we can go ahead and start using what we're learning, right? Because they had took the same courses I had. So um, we started just going out. Um, we got the tax list from the county here and we asked for a list of people who owed two years or more on taxes. And we ended up getting like two properties under contract at the time. And we was like, okay, wow, we're really doing something. Both of those deals fell through. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that happens. That's okay. It happens. So we were doing that for probably about six months. And then after about the seventh month in, um, I ended up starting working on my own. And I what is it? Hold on. What yeah. is it about six to seven months when you're in a partnership or a JV with somebody that you realize this isn't what I thought it was going to be? Because I think that's the like typical lifespan of a partnership in real estate. After six or seven mm -hmm. months, you, one of you realizes that you're doing all the work or that you want to move faster. Yeah. But I see and so many people partner up and then six or seven months later, they're doing their own thing or somebody's doing something totally different. Right. And I think what it was for us is that we were actually trying to partner up and we were in different states and then we were really on different paths. So that really wasn't working out for us because I was here and most of the stuff we were doing was here in North Carolina. So it worked out where I was having to do a lot more stuff just because I was here. Um, so that's what didn't work out. I think that's okay too, because especially when you're getting started, even if you don't close a deal, you at least have an accountability buddy. You have somebody right. that speaks your same language and mm -hmm. they have similar goals. They want to help this seller sell so we can get some money, honey. <laughs> yeah. So like our goals are really closely aligned and then life happens and maybe we should just do our own thing. But mm -hmm. it gives you past that first little hurdle of, can I do this? Well, yeah, I can. And I, yep. now I can do it by myself. Absolutely. It gave me the confidence that I could um, do it by myself because the, um, the partner I had at the time really helped me get out of um, being afraid to talk to people and get in front of people because that was something that had held me back for a long time in many other ways. And I was now able to do that. So even if that was all I got from that partnership, it was a, the another, best thing ever. Another yeah. lesson learned. 
move yeah. on. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I, I see so much value in that. Absolutely, it is because with real estate, you know, you got to be able to talk to people. You're not going to get these deals done. I mean, there there's a place for everybody in real estate, but it really helps if you'll talk to strangers. (laughs) (laughs) It it really, really does. So I actually just kept working that list, and that's how I was able to get um, my first two wholesale deals under contract. And fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I got really excited. I was like, well, I really need to hurry up and get rid of them. I was more concerned about re- getting them sold than like the money I was going to make from <laughs> I just, was like, I got to get a buyer for them. <laughs> yeah. Let's just close it. And when we yeah. make money, we'll, ca- we'll count that later, but let's just close it and be done. Yeah. I was just like, uh, let me just close them. Cause then I can say, Hey, I'm an official investor the way I'm looking at it. It'll give me like the momentum I need to keep going. And the confidence booster that you need. So yeah. how did, how did you find those buyers? Uh, well, the way I found my buyer was I had already joined my local RIA. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I had already joined, so for probably almost a year prior to that, I had been building relationships and just talking to people and finding out where people were buying and everything. So whenever I had got the deals, I sent them to a couple of people in my area and um, two of the people bought. Fantastic. And I, I got to let everybody know that I am, I should have said this earlier, I'm the broker for Whitney Buys Houses. I got my own real estate firm. I'm not dogging on agents. I'm just dogging on the ones that can't see past the trees for all the forest and i gotta let y'all know that i'm the president for the knox ria which is a national ria uh you know affiliate and i love the real estate investors association the national one and all the local ones and i encourage all my girls to get heavily involved because especially if it does take you a year to get a deal under contract you have a a pool of warm buyers that you've already been hanging out with. They already know you, you've already had coffee with them and you're not just some stranger trying to, you know, sell them a deal. You're somebody in their club. And now you're an asset to the club because you're bringing deals and people are making money. And I mean, we all want to make money. We all need to make money. Let's keep it in the club. Let's go. Exactly. And you already know they're serious about investing because typically what I found people who join the RIA, they're serious investors. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's not somebody who's just going to like be shooting your deal around or newbies or things like that. So, and there's a lot of stuff to learn. And the local, your local RIA knows a lot of the people that you need. Exactly. Your buyers. They know your market. They do. They, they've got buyers in there. They've got title companies in there. They've got inspectors in there. They've got, uh, co- I mean, there's just everything you need is attached to the RIA. So y'all go join your RIA. <laughs> All right. So fantastic. So you wholesaled those deals and made enough to retire on and buy a mansion and a Lamborghini? Absolutely. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but come on. Instagram makes it look so easy. You just do one deal and then we're a millionaire. I know. They make the lifestyle just sound so glamorous and like, but no, (laughs) you actually have to work. So what I did was, well, a little bit of backstory here. So whenever I got the money from those deals, one of them was 4,200 and then the other one was 2,500. Um, those are minimal assignment fees, but hey, it was great for me. It's perfect. I don't care if you make three grand, 30 grand or 300 grand, just make some money and keep going or yeah. don't lose any money. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I, 
we could do a do whole, your best not to because we could do a whole episode on how many people actually lose money wholesaling even though you don't have anything at stake but nobody yeah. ever talks about it so you made money bravo bravo thank you thank you very good yeah so whenever i made that money or what i should say is whenever i decided that i was going to do investments um and start to transition over from regular real estate i made the decision to move back home with my parents that was a sacrifice that i needed to make so that i could have the time and the money in order to invest in myself hey listen there is so, no shame in moving back into mom and dad's i'm moving out of my mom and dad's in the next month and i've been i'm married and i just moved back in with my mom and dad because it was more convenient than living by myself for a while i talked to a lady yesterday and she was like hey i need 32 grand to be able to start my own business in the next year and i'm thinking about moving in with my mom and dad i was like then move in with your mom and yes. dad like if that's <laughs> what it takes do it there's no shame in this game y'all do what it takes exactly i think like dave ramsey says live like no one else so you can later live like no one else can or something like that and i'm like yeah you have to do that you have to figure out what you're willing to give up so that you can do this because if i didn't do that i wouldn't have been able to have the extra funds to invest in the, all the trainings that i do or any of the meetings that i go to and stuff and hey i have built in babysitter so when i go I to these yeah. events <laughs> my dog has pretty much lived at my mom's for the last two years so yeah <laughs> stay at granny's <laughs> yeah stay somewhere you know group group it up yep um so what i did was whenever i got that i decided i could take well i just decided i would do it i would take some time off and i'm getting ready to find my own flips so <laughs> and so i got on the hunt for looking for flips i was day in and day out i was driving for dollars looking on craigslist um, talking to other wholesalers, going to see their deals. And I probably did that for at least three months. Um, and <laughs> I, I saw a lot of houses <laughs> before I found um, the first one that I felt like was a great deal. And I'll, also, I want to tell you that looking at all those houses, if you look at 100 houses and none of them turn out to be a deal, you are so much more prepared. Like this is another lesson that you're not getting paid for. But when you start looking at those houses, after you see so many of them, you realize they all look the same. Yeah. They all smell the same and it's disgusting. And you can start driving and I don't want you to judge a book by its cover, but you can start judging houses and the way they look outside is the way they're going to smell inside. Right. And so when you spend two, three months looking at houses like that and being, you know, waist deep in it, it, it it'll pay off for years. I think so. And then it, what also happened was by the time after about, about the first month and a half, I was no longer looking at them like, ew, mm -mm, this isn't going to work. It was strictly like became numbers. Okay, do these numbers work or not? Oh my gosh, that was brilliant. <laughs> that was absolutely amazing. You're, you're so right too, because when, I think this is a woman thing. And I'll tell you, I, I do, because we are natural nurturers. And so we're looking at every house like it's going to be our home. Like we have mm -hmm. this predetermined thing in our head that says, I have to nest here. No, you don't. Yeah. You have to make money here. Right. It's sticks and bricks, y'all. It's strategically placed together. It is shelter against weather. It is not your home. And the yeah. worse it smells, the more money it money makes. Money you're going to make. <laughs> but you got to learn that. And that, 
I don't know if that's pride creeping up on us or if it's just something that God gave us naturally when he gave us ovaries. I don't know, but that is a huge hurdle to overcome. That's awesome. After a month and a half, you already had it over, like figured out. I love that. I freaking love that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Keep going though. Yeah. So, um, the one I ended up finding ended up being a, um, for sale by owner that yes! was on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> for free you found it for free cruising craigslist yes, for free on craigslist and i the way i already knew whenever he listed it that he was motivated because how did you know yes well the way i knew was because i already knew just from listing houses what houses were selling for in that area and he had listed his probably when he listed it he had it listed at um 85k right Mm-hmm. Well, in that area, they sell them for one fifty-five to one sixty-five. So He's I knew right price. away. Yeah, something was wrong, and he needed to get rid of it, and he knew it. And it turned out once I talked to him that he was a um, tired landlord. Yeah, baby. And yeah, <laughs> he had bought the property when the market had crashed, and he had never done anything to it. He had just had tenants in and out of it. And he was kind of like basically blaming the tenants for the condition of the property because he was like, well, they promised me that they were going to fix it up. And I was like, you know, the tenant's not supposed to replace your roof and things like that. You know, that's you. (laughs) But there's three sides to every story. Yeah, (laughs) it is. So um, I ended up negotiating with him. And at first I had offered him... I think I had offered him about 50. He said no. And then he came up to, um, he wanted 70. I was like, I'm going to walk away. And I just stuck to that. And then like a day later, he messaged me back and he came down and we met at 65. So. Fantastic. (laughs) Good job. That's going to be a good deal. (laughs) So I immediately wrote up the contract. Yeah. And um, for me, I was using realtor form. So whole 12 because, form. but you're a real estate agent. So you yep. are supposed to, and you have to have a disclaimer that lets everybody know that you're an agent. Right. So good. Do it to it, baby. Mm-hmm. So I sent him that and I was just hoping like, oh, I hope he doesn't get scared. Cause sometimes I know people are using two page contracts. Yeah. Like, what are you, are you signing my life away? So I explained <laughs> everything to him, you know, and he agreed to it. Got everything sent over to the attorney. But now, listen to this. I didn't know how I was going to pay for this deal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I didn't have the money to buy this deal at the time. So, I admit I had to find uh, a hard money lender or private money or an investor to do this deal with me. So, ironically i had found an investor that i was going to reach out to and i was going to have a meeting coming up with them within a couple days to present the deal to them well my husband who i was separated from reached out to me and said leslie i wanted to start investing in real estate the kids keep telling me that you're investing and i was just wanting to know if you could help me so (laughs) i was like okay Hmm, I could be nasty and say this person left me with nothing or I could say, you know what, this would probably be good for our kids because at the end of the day, you know, we co-parent. So that's what I did. 
<laughs> I um, presented you. the deal to him. Good for being the bigger person there. And Good for you. <laughs> oh, it's been tough, but yes. <laughs> but um, he decided to come in as my partner, and he had the capital and was able to qualify for the hard money loan. So we got the hard money loan on the property. Now we have had this property for, like I say, almost about 16 months right now, okay. 16, 17 months. We are just finishing it. Um, I listed it this morning. So oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So right now I have three showings scheduled for this evening and two for tomorrow. So I'm just oh. waiting on the offer and closing date. <laughs> Holy crap, I almost ripped my microphone out. I got so excited there. <laughs> you listened to this morning. You've already got three showings. Holy cow. Yes, yes. yes. Um, because, see, and that's price range. So I try, if I'm finding flips, I want them all to be in this price range of 140 to 165 or maybe 170 because there's not many properties in my, what you would call your honey hole. There's not yeah. many in that price range here. So they don't. Um, stay long. So um, I try to buy them all in that price range. But you know, it's taken us a while. Mm -hmm. And I think the most important thing I've learned through that process is to not give up because there were so many times where I have shed tears, like I've been depressed. And I'm like, this was not supposed to go this way. Because one of the things that happened was in the beginning, you know, I had got a bad contractor. It, it didn't work out and like I what I like to do whenever I'm on a project is I try to go at least three to four times a week well I was really going more than that because this is my very first one I was there like almost every day <laughs> so it came up where I had a trip where I was going um, out of town for a week so I figured the best thing to do was to let my contractor know, look, I may not be reachable um, or available, but you can always email me um, for just this week, since if you can't get me by phone. Oh, no. <laughs> so I went out of town for a week. I came back. Contractor was gone. Materials was gone, too. Oh, no. So <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I was devastated. And I was like, I'm just getting started, and I think it's about to be over. <laughs> and we had to stop working on the property for almost eight months before we could start back. So what that meant was we had a lot more carrying costs that we didn't plan on having. And um, we had to find new contractors. So I probably went through, when we started back working on it in like August of last year. And I went through two more contractors before I found one that was good. And <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't have to go through any more than that. So throughout this process, I've been able to pretty much build up my own team of people now. So, you know, I have like my own subs, like licensed plumbers, electricians, like my go-to team. So the process can go a lot smoother. But um, for this one, our potential profit, whenever we had initially started, was going to be about 60 k but because of having to stop on it and all the extra payments we had to make, um, by the time we sell, it'll be 25 to 35. That's still really strong. Yeah, that's still a great number considering how long we had the property and the unexpected things that happened. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I've had to 
just be thankful because I was like, there's so many times where I want to give up and all I can say is don't give up, just keep going. Because, yeah. you know, I, I really had slowed down. Like I, we, me and you had spoke previously and I told you, I was just like, I, I just quit just looking for deals because I was like, oh no. Well, I'm really proud of you for going all the way through that. And, you know, that happens a lot. And again, that's stuff that people don't normally talk about, but I like talking about the good, bad, and the ugly because it's all going to come out, right? Like Mm -hmm. every deal isn't going to be amazing and you're not going to make a hundred grand on every deal. And, you know, some deals are going to take longer than you want them to. My first flip took us 18 months because we would go to work, buy material, go to work, pay somebody to put it in, go to Mm -hmm. work, buy material, go to work, pay somebody, put it in. took us 18 months to flip like that. And I thought there there has to be a different way. There has to be a better way. And, you know, until I put that thing on Airbnb, I still didn't have all my money back in my pocket as fast as I thought I would. So I'm, you know, 80 grand into this deal, just sitting there. Uh That wasn't doing nothing for me. So it's okay. It's fine. And it sounds like that thing is going to be hot and it's going to move and you're going to get that money. And do it again. Again, these are so many lessons that you don't understand the wealth of knowledge that you have. And now you got your team, you've been through a bad deal and it wasn't even a bad deal. This is a good deal. It's just a lot of lessons to be learned in it. A lot of tough lessons. Yes. (laughs) And that's okay. I started a flip on my personal house Monday and my contractor was a new contractor. I was trying out. He walked off the job in less than two hours. I saw that post. (laughs) I just thought, you know, thank you, Lord. Thank you that this wasn't my very first flip or I might've quit. Yeah. He he wasn't there two hours and he left. And I've been doing this since 09, 11 years. I've been flipping houses. First time somebody didn't even make it a whole day with me. (laughs) But it happens. Contractors, sometimes your personalities just don't vibe sometimes they got a lot of other things going on and you're not on the priority and you know that those things happen but good for you for sticking with it thank you thank you thank you i'll also tell you on on the upside you've had it longer than a year now so you shouldn't have to pay short-term capital gains now i'm not yeah (laughs) i'm not an attorney or an accountant i got a lot of licenses but those aren't one but I mean, there are bonuses to holding that thing for a while. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so now whenever I started, I was being a little bit advantageous and I was like, I'm going hard. So <laughs> we had acquired another property that exact same month. To do a flip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell me about that. So that one, I can't tell you much, but I don't know if it's going to turn out on the upside like this one because we since we had the um issues with the contractors um we haven't started back working on that one yet so that one we're gonna take the money from this one and go ahead and finish it up so that we can get it um listed but that one was an irs it had like an irs tax lien on it and it had was previously listed on the mls and when i was searching for flips i was looking for properties that had been listed and that come off the market and I saw that this one had been withdrawn from the market. So whenever they had it listed, it was listed at like 140. Um, I reached out to the agent that had had that property because I seen that he was also still marketing it on um, also on Craigslist. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what's going on. 
So he um, was trying to, I guess, wholesale it at that point when he took the listing off. But I was able to get that one at 100. Oh, good. Yeah. And um, so that one yet to be seen. We still have a little bit more work to do on that one. And I, I want to say that that's good on that one because you said it earlier that if you can get something on the market between 100 and what'd you say, 40, 160, mm -hmm. there's nothing there. I want to tell you, like, there's a national crisis for houses less than 150. Yeah. Anywhere, any town, I don't care how hot it is. I don't care how small it is. Anything less than 150 is a good I, don't, I won't say it's a good deal, but it's a good opportunity to at yes. least try it because mm -hmm. there's just not a lot out there for less than 150 yeah. for, you know, first time home buyers who want to move in, much less investors. Exactly. Exactly. And especially because I still work with buyers now and like mm -hmm. I have one trying to buy one county over. We can't even find him anything that's under 170. Like, and we've been looking for a few months. <laughs> you have to get super creative. And I see yeah. a lot of agents that are creating inventory. So they're doing things like you're doing where they're buying it, they're flipping it, and then they're mm -hmm. selling it because you're coming across these deals. And, you know, real estate doesn't, I mean, I guess the termites can carry it off and I guess mold can come in, but it, it's not going to spool. It's not like buying a, a loaf of bread and you got to get rid of it yeah. fast. You know, it's real estate. It's, it's going to be there, The you know might be in worse shape when you get back to it, but it's still going to be fixable. Right. Or just bulldoze it and put up a modular. <laughs> hey, now in Charlotte, they're bulldozing homes that where I'm at now, they would be great. They're bulldozing them, putting up half a million dollar, million dollar homes. So <laughs> Real estate's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta like, have a whatever strong works. stomach. Yeah. <laughs> All so right, so you we, got that one. We got that one. Now I have a third one. <laughs> Woo -hoo -hoo -hoo, tell me about it. So the third one, um, it has actually taken me about a year and a half to get everything worked out where I could start on that one. Because um, this property came from my grandmother, actually, because my great grandma okay. had passed away. And I noticed that the property was just sitting there. And this is whenever I first started back wholesaling. So what I initially thought was, hmm, I'm probably going to see if she'll let me wholesale this property. But then I got to run the numbers on it and I was looking at the location and I said, Hmm, no, I need to keep this one. Yeah. So <laughs> I said, I think it'll make a good flip. So I decided that I'm going to flip that one. And initially I had wrote the contract and sent it to the um, closing attorney and found out that it had never went through probate because my great grandma did not have a will or anything. So it took about almost a little over a year to get it through the probate and had to pay the back taxes and everything on it. And so since it was from family, um, I was able to get it at 10 K. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Right. And I'm partnering with my mom. Good. So I'm excited about that one, and we, I was able to, oh, so let me tell you about this one. So this is a lesson that I learned on this one. Okay. <laughs> I learned a lot of lessons. Um, so with the first two, I had used a hard money lender. Mm -hmm. Well, whenever you're new, sometimes you can have difficulty getting a hard money loan, but also not just if you're new, but if you're in what they call like a rural area, 
And for this one, I wasn't able to get a hard money loan on it because um, a lot of lenders said the area was too rural. And I was like, hmm, I was about to give up on it and I was getting ready to sell it to another investor. And this was, and I was like, gosh, I, I just don't want to do that. So I had a meeting coming up with him on Friday, uh, whenever, this is probably about a month ago. And I had a meeting coming up with him and I was like, gosh, there has to be another option. Well, I remember private money. So <laughs> I had, whenever I was um, building relationships with wholesalers, one of them I had talked to said, you know what? I really like um, your go-getter attitude. If you ever need money for a deal, call me. My wife lends money. And I said, oh man, that's who I need to call. I said, I have got to find out what I did with that number. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't, I said, no, I wrote it down. I didn't know where it was, but what happened was I was still on his buyer's list Perfect. and he was still sending me messages. So I reached Perfect. out to him and they invest in the area. They do wholesale and flip. So she Perfect. didn't have a problem with the location. Perfect. And she looked at, checked the deal out and she agreed to do it. I got to tell you that deal is beautiful to me because you're buying your great grandmother's house. You're working with your family. You're relieving the pressure off your grandma. You're partnered with your mom on it. And you got a woman loaning you the money on it. Like that checks off all my boxes. <laughs> like I just love that. And you know, when we look at generational wealth, you are literally going through generational wealth right now. This house has been in your family. I'm sure you got, cousins and aunts and uncles and everybody yeah, they that grew up in that house like and everybody remembers it and i mean there will be some heartbroken people when you sell it yeah i, I think so but you know i've asked everyone and everybody's like they just want to see it brought back to like its original glory because it's like you Ooh, know that gives me chills. I love has, that. like falling in and everything so because nobody has been able to take care of the property yep so i'm so I, glad I you got that that is that is absolutely fantastic. I love that. So I'm I'm excited about that one. So, well, good. Yeah. So and take your time like on it too, because you know something will come along at some point, and you may run into a contractor that specializes in bringing old houses back to life. Okay. Some you know some contractors have different specialties, and you know if it takes you a little while, you got it. It's fine. You don't have to worry about somebody else coming in and getting it. And good for you for going through, you know, the probate and your family and yeah. everything that you've gone through to get this deal. All of these lessons are going to stack up to make you absolutely unstoppable, unstoppable and phenomenal. <laughs> I got a little tongue tied there. <laughs> when we get you into first deal done fast. Yay! <laughs> so Leslie was with us at She Buys It Live and that's where, you know, she remembered about private money because we talk about private money at She Buys It Live. And I also gave everybody the opportunity to get into First Deal Done Fast. And Leslie said, not right now. But you got some exciting news for me this morning. I do. I do. I do. So what I am doing, I was telling Whitney prior to our call this morning, is I'm getting a tax refund back. And my belief is that I should reinvest that money. And I'm signing up for First Deal Done Fast. And I definitely recommend that any um anybody really if you're getting a tax refund back invest it so you can learn how to build wealth with it i've been doing that for 
few years, every time I get my money back, I invested in a new course or some kind of training. I love to hear that because some women will say, well, you know, it's all on YouTube and I'll just figure it out on my own. Oh, it is so much easier. <laughs> Even with like all the struggles I've had, it would have been 10 times worse if I had not had some kind of education and training because really it, they all just could have been a complete loss or a disaster. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of having coaches and paying for education and paying for somebody's time and paying for somebody's lessons so that I can skip yeah. those. Like I, I invest in a lot of courses and a lot of coaches and I know you do too, cause you've been doing this for a while and I'm not right. your first coach, but I'm here to help you. And I am so excited to get you into the flock. This is awesome. I cannot wait because you know, what got me really excited is I go to a lot of these seminars and events and what I find at majority of them is there are not a lot of women. Mm -hmm. it, it's not a lot of women. And when I went to um, She Buys It Live, I was like, God, I kind of like felt rejuvenated again because I was like having a little low moment. And I'm like, man, okay. There's other women out there like me and they're still getting it done. And I was like, okay, yeah, I, I can do it. I can keep moving and keep growing. And I, I just felt so good. <laughs> you know, so, for, for centuries, women sat around in a circle in a, you know, small town or in a village. And we worked with each other. We helped each other. We talked to each other. We learned from each other. And now we don't get that anymore. So we have to make right. these communities. And we get mm -hmm. these tribes. And that's what we have the flock. And we're a flamingo flock. And we're pink. And we're women helping women get these deals done fast. Yeah, so. get her done. <laughs> And you've already been getting deals done, but there's always more to learn and a way to streamline it. And if you get two or three little nuggets that help you make more, do more, faster, better, stronger, it's totally worth it. Yeah. And see, that's the way I look at it because I know, like you mentioned before, like somebody might say, why are you signing up for first deal done fast? For me, that's just the title of it. Yeah. I already like what I do is anytime I'm going to sign up for something, I look and see what it's offering. If I see one thing that I'm not like great at or that I can hone that skill, that makes it worth it for me. And I feel like any, if I just learned one thing from a course, that one thing might be the next thing to help me make a hundred thousand dollars or more. You know, I never know. And I'm willing to invest to find that out. Well, I can't wait to get you in. I'm excited. What piece of advice do you have for ladies that are thinking about getting started or thinking about getting into first little and fast? I would say don't think, just do it and figure out if you need to make a sacrifice, figure out what it is. Like a lot of times, like I say, I had to move in with my parents. My kids have to go with me on appointments. It's fine. They're, they're now pointing out abandoned houses before I do. Just do it. Just do it. I love that. That is absolutely perfect. Leslie, thank you so much. And I know that you're in the big She Buys It group. Is there anywhere else anybody can reach out to you if they have other questions? Yes. Um, they can find me on Instagram at Leslie Dawson Real Estate um, or even on Facebook at Leslie Dawson. And she'll be in the flock later today. All right. Thank you so much. Y'all don't forget to subscribe and like the podcast, the YouTube channel. Check us out on Facebook. We do have a free gift for you. If you go to getyourfirstdeal.com, I'll email you a treat straight to your inbox. Y'all don't forget to come back next week. Leslie, thank you so much. I'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye now.